Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm, I'm well. A lot uh, nicer weather-wise today. 16 degrees. <laughs> Still cold, but not as bad as yesterday. With the winds, our wind chill is at two, and we've got uh, another cold night. In fact, the next couple of nights, cold, below zero wind chills. So still winter uh, in January, it's almost over. It's going to be cold for the polar plunge. Yeah, Saturday. I know it is, uh, but you know it's not until like noonish, right? Mm -hmm. So it'll be fine. Yeah. I have to get up very early Saturday morning uh, to head out into the snow. Why? Just to get in my car and go somewhere. <laughs> but it's going to be like you know eight in the morning on Saturday, so it's going to be zero, and I'm I'm already dreading it. You know, I'm thinking about starting my car. Leaving my car running Friday night and then just getting in it Saturday morning. What do you think? Try it. I'm going to try it. Do you think happens. it would run that long, Brandon? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to try it. I have it. to get gas on the way to wherever you're going. I'll fill up on the way home <laughs> Friday night and then let it run. Should be nice and warm. I'm sure toasty. We've got uh, <laughs> people all over the state were upset Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune fans last night because the governor was on the State of the State uh, address. No big bombshells. She didn't deliver the address before the legislature because of COVID. Uh, she's going to uh, focus on kitchen table issues during her uh, next year, restoring retirement taxes to what they were before 2012, expand earned income tax credit, uh, prevent insulin costs from exceeding $50 a month, encourage in-person school uh, rebate for electric vehicles and charging stations and expanding access to mental health care. Those are the highlights. I think mental health uh, really needs to be taken a look at in this country and um, yeah, definitely needs to start. And that's something both, both sides of the aisle uh, can agree on for sure. With the electric uh, vehicle tax credit, I'm working uh, with staff here and we are gonna just get one station and oh. just plug in all our cars at one station <laughs> we're gonna great. we're gonna do that we're gonna work as a unit um, because we're hesitant we're hesitant we don't know which electric car to get all of us you know yeah. when that comes out so we're all nervous you're all gonna buy one electric car one electric car one charger all right. give it a, give yep. it a test <laughs> uh, also jeopardy fans were upset well maybe not because uh, Amy Schneider's winning streak came to an end last night rats 40 days really out yep uh, nearly $1.4 million. She lost on a question about Bangladesh, and I think I would have lost on that question too. I would still love to see you on Jeopardy before it's all said and done. I know uh, you've tried out a couple times. and I haven't tried out. You have? No, I haven't. You haven't? No. I think you have. No, I'm afraid of trying out because then I'm afraid they'd call me and say. <laughs> you know who the worst person <laughs> on Jeopardy would be? Your brother. Me. You. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? You would I would be, be terrible on Jeopardy unless, Brandon, there was a sports category. Sports, what yeah. is, but even now, you know, if it was like current sports, I'd be, I'd Your be brother would be good, but he would, be, he, if he was wrong, he would insist he was right. I definitely <laughs> agree with that. I definitely. I would be tripped up on uh, Shakespeare, uh, philosophy. Uh, everything. Yeah. I would be tripped up on everything. I, I can't even pronounce some of the categories. Uh, last night, uh, your nephew, I uh, went back to uh, his gym at yeah, Oxford. I know. Andy's uh, nephew, Jonah, is a student at Oxford High School, and uh, they had their first home game last night. Unfortunately, they played like poop. 
but uh, it was nice for them to be back in, in the gym. But uh, they did not play like they should have. They, uh, they made the Troy Athens freshman team look like world beaters. So we'll be looking forward to that rematch uh, at Troy Athens. So hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll get them back this week. But yeah, nice to have the kids back in school. Uh, I know it was great for mom and dad to be back in the home gym watching the kids. And um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's interesting. I, I'm very fascinated. You know, you have no idea how anyone in that community feels. Never, yeah. never will. And um, you know, it's been about two months since they were back in school. And uh, you see some, some of the changes here in the hallway we talked about. Um, I believe all the hallways were carpeted throughout the high school. Uh, you'll see some giant murals. Paint was changed. Um, clear backpacks have been distributed. There are service dogs available in the school. We um, mentioned yesterday um, care packages were sent home to yeah. uh, all the students. This is Jonah's uh, care package. Uh, goodies, bunch of goodies that he's got. Nice. Uh, this is from one of the other um, schools in Oxford, St. Joseph School. Uh, the kids there put together all of these uh, packages. Um, yeah. It's amazing. And I have it on good authority that uh, his younger sister, Evelyn, stole the, the colored <laughs> papermate markers immediately and Jonah was not disappointed. So. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, the uh, State House is uh, beginning debate on whether to allow community colleges to offer four-year nursing degrees. There's a couple of bills that uh, have been um, presented. Four-year Bachelor of Nursing programs for community colleges. Backers contend the measures would bring more highly trained nurses into the field at a time when we need them. I agree. Including Jackson College. They've been uh, campaigning for this for years. And Dr. Dan Phelan, president, is very excited of the possibility. But there are legislators against it and they've introduced bills that would take, that would penalize community colleges, it would take their tax, tax revenue away if they offered four-year degree. Well, what's the reasoning behind that? Uh, they think we have um, not enough students to fill our colleges. Well, that's interesting, yeah. you know, in a, in a time where the entire country is, is in a healthcare shortage. Um, you know, you have community colleges that want to have a four-year program to better the state and better the country. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why you would interfere on this. Well, the real reason is uh, four-year universities are against it because it's competition. It's so what? That's what I say. Yeah. So what? They've been, Jackson, Col Jackson College, namely, has been doing a phenomenal job with their nursing program for yeah. a long time. And if any uh, community college in the state should be allowed to have a four-year nursing program at Jackson College. We need to find out who those legislators are and I talk know who to they them are. personally. Yeah. Well, their names are available. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll shoot them an electronic <laughs> message and ask them what the heck their problem is. I don't know if they read them. I think they get so much angry email from. I think they get less emails than you get. Really? I, I definitely do. Okay. <laughs> we got email. We got a phone call yesterday. Did you hear about this? Yeah, uh, I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. usually called. the the usually it's you know people calling and emailing like I hate what you said. <laughs> Why would you say that? Yesterday, uh, someone called and wondered if um, we were brothers. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. That's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Yes. Very weird. Yes, we are. No, <laughs> we are not. Um, you know, uh, M Live did a did a story about St. Joe's School uh, closing. 
Uh, yeah. Going to get, you know, I was thinking, that was where my first dance was. St. Joseph, the building, yes, tearing it down. their building, thanks yeah. to uh, J. Scott Park for this photo. Um, don't you remember dropping me off in seventh and eighth grade? You probably didn't. Mom yeah, they, did. No, they had dances there. Yes. Punchki dances. They no, make, they like make, kids' dances. You know, I, yeah. Do they even have seventh and eighth grade dances anymore? I don't know. I'd probably not, you know. But that's where. Well, not in the last two years. Well, no, but that's, yeah. you know. But the punch key making, the, uh, the punch key making. Yeah, that's has where gonna, they do it. That's, yeah, but not this year. The punch keys will not taste the same if they're not made in this building. Because the secret will die. I will still building. try them. I will still try oh, yeah, them. They're, they're going to be awesome. Anyway. But yeah, it's, uh, that basement social center was, well, that was the place to be. Yeah. Four times a year. Randy Rosak and I know it's played there more than any other place. I believe it. I believe it. Yep. Yeah, gosh, it's crazy. Um, let's get to some sports, shall we? Can we get to our Extreme yes. Dodge scoreboard? We have uh, a lot of sports to recap. Some great highlights in our Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Four. January 26. Okay, Michigan Center, a lot going on there. They won 76 to 34 over EJ. Carter Cosmet, 35 him. points. 35. Amazing. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Brady Shannon added 11 points for Michigan Center. Grass Lake beat Manchester. And Pittsford beat Jackson Christian. We've got a, a little bit of wrestling, too. East Jackson, they were at Grass Lake for a try meet. They defeated Gabriel Richard and Grass Lake. Congratulations to East Jackson. Napoleon 72, Michigan Center 3. Northwest 60, Penfield 12, and Marshall at Lumen Christie. The Titans earned a split with, or a split win over Leslie and uh, lost to Marshall. Ida 34, Columbia Central 30, and Hanover Horton shut out Vandercook Lake. In competitive cheer, the Warriors of Grass Lake finished third. Boys bowling. Grass Lake 24, Vandercook 6, Columbia Central 21, Blissfield 9. Napoleon took care of Quincy. Both the boys and the girls side, Napoleon took care of Quincy by the exact same score. And it was Grass Lake over Vandercook and Columbia over Blissfield. Hockey, Lumen Christie lost a tough one last night to Pinckney. 7-4, Nash Hanchett had two goals, Jake King and Kevin Kevin Kennedy had one goal each for the Titans, who fell to 11 and four. On deck for tonight, girls basketball. We are going to have Napoleon at Grass Lake live, presented by Recruit Specialized Staffing. We're looking forward to that game. If you haven't had a chance to see the Grass Lake Lady Warriors, one of the best teams in the state, and they will take on Napoleon, who has, I, I believe they won three of four. They did fall Tuesday night, um, but they are getting better, so it should be a nice game. Live on JTV. Live on JTV tonight. And competitive cheer and swimming. Again, Jackson being on the road, I just can't, I can't imagine why they would go swim anywhere else. No, they probably But they do. Um, and then also wanted to mention Jackson native Tom Wildenhouse was named uh, PGA Golf Professional of the Year. Tom is a Jackson native. 1982 graduate of Lumen Christie, and he has spent uh, uh, most of his time in Florida. And uh, congratulations, as Tom selected uh, out of 28,000 PGA professionals 
in the country. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, he worked uh, at the Country Club of Jackson under uh, Charlie Knowles, the golf pro, a long time there. Uh, according to uh, Brian Funston, retired GM at yeah. the uh, Country Club. So he um, had some time here in Jackson and then went on to uh, greater things. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, great for Lumen Christie, uh, another uh, addition to their golf legends. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And, I, and honestly, I, I had never heard of Tom until Jeff did yeah. that story yesterday. So uh, that was news to me. Very cool. Also, last night, uh, Spring Arbor uh, Cougar ladies basketball team lost to Indiana Wesleyan. We've got photos online at JTV.TV. Uh, be sure and check out all the coverage that we provide on area sports. The world leader right here on JTV. Uh, you know what? It's Thursday. We better get going. Time for Is It Real or Not? Today... Next week we have to add music. My daughter is requesting music, music? to this. Okay. Yeah. All right, well today we've got uh, some stumpers for you. Um, breakfast edition. Uh, cereal. What, what won't they make cereal out of? Well, ice cream cones. Uh, that is uh, real. It is real. Yep. Drumstick uh, cereal. I love drumsticks. Our friends at General Mills. <laughs> mm. uh, Hershey Kisses mm. cereal. Wow, that's a lot of chocolate. Yeah, they'll probably give me a sore throat. Brandon, do Hershey's Kisses give you a sore throat? I don't like Hershey's Kisses. You, I don't do either. you take the uh, tinfoil off? <laughs> of what? Uh -oh. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, not real. It's real. Really? Yes. Okay. Unbelievable. Gross. Yeah. Uh, oh. Corona. No, the beer company, Corona. They're yeah. Capitalizing on the coronavirus by making a antiviral hand soap. Hmm. Or are they? That's not true. It's not. No. Not real. But I'd use it. I would. Great idea. Uh-oh. Guy Fieri teaming up with uh, the goldfish people. Donkey sauce flavored goldfish crackers. Real or not? Hmm. Noah, can you Google donkey sauce and see what <laughs> comes up? Um, not real. It's not real. Donkey sauce is. It's Guy Fieri's uh, signature sauce. <laughs> but um, the It's off the hook. It's not. Not real. Peeps from Kellogg's. Thank goodness they're not on strike anymore so they can make this in time for Easter, or can they? I've reached the age where I don't like peeps anymore. That's probably real though. It is real, yeah. Marshmallow and cereal is natural. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yes. You can actually buy, um, they do sell just, this, just the marshmallows for um, uh, Lucky Charms. Yeah, just yeah. marshmallows. Mm -hmm. Those are delicious marshmallows. Uh, here's a mashup, uh, General Mills. They are crazy people over there at Gosh. General Mills. Red Vines uh, Cheerios with uh, Red Vine candy, candy swirls. swirls. Mm. Uh, have you ever had stale Red Vines? <laughs> That's the only kind there are. Oh. Um, <laughs> pass. I'll say it's false. How can something be stale that was never fresh to begin with? That's interesting. I'll say that's not true. Not real. Not real. Not real. Red Vines Cheerios, great idea. Not real. All right, now, um, McDonald's coming out with <laughs> a combo meal like any other. It is the is land, this a Travis sea, Scott and meal? air. It has 
the uh, Big Mac, McChicken, and filet of fish all in one sandwich. Your nephew Stephen would uh, wow. like this. Uh, that's real. It is real. Yeah. Where's it available? Just airports? No, it's going to be available everywhere starting on January 31st. McDonald's is coming out with a... Uh, is that Monday? Monday, yeah. How do you take a bite yeah. out of that? They've Big got, bite. We're going to have to do that on the show. Ooh, a Not only turf? that, now they, they've got surf and turf. That's fine with me. Combined a double cheeseburger and a filet of fish Doesn't that sound... I think these are awesome. This, oh, now this this here is what the the boys upstairs would like the tartar sauce with the with the if you go back one the tartar sauce with the ketchup and mustard i don't know how that would work i might get mine without the tartar we're gonna order these next week yeah we are yeah. um but i thought the, this one was right up your alley it's the double cheeseburger and six piece chicken nuggets combined into the crunchy double that's the one i would eat you would yeah. eat that I, yeah, I, I, I do know that there's a famous, you know, um, sandwich that gets made after the order, and it's, you know, you get a McChicken and a double cheeseburger, and you put the chicken in between the double cheeseburger. I don't know the name of it, Noah. <laughs> Noah so, has a name, special name. And I can't say a lot of the things that you say up there. So <laughs> My I think favorite, though, probably... I say for last, and I can't wait to try this, the breakfast hash brown oh, McMuffin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Brilliant. Genius. You probably could just make that. I hope my mom's watching because this, she would, uh, she is going to be first in line at McDonald's on Monday. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Hash oh, brown McMuffin. That, I got, that got me hungry. All real. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, we've got a great show for you lined up. We're going to get things started with Dr. Matthew Badke from Jackson College after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show presented by the Pick Center. Our job of the day today comes from the Michigan Department of Corrections. Corrections is hiring in Jackson. Get dedicated, reach success, immediate openings available. MDOC is hiring here and offering paid training, virtual training options, benefits, and a signing bonus. To learn more, visit governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Michigan slash MDOC. Our first guest on today's morning show is the science chair at Jackson College, Dr. Matthew Badke. Good morning. Good morning. How are, how are you doing uh, as we are into the coldest time of the year? Yeah, you know, it's, it's been a challenge uh, for us at the college, just like everywhere else. I, I, had, I have two in-person classes, and my first class, we had one meeting. <laughs> the next day, a student notified the college that they tested positive, and so now we've been virtual for the last two weeks. Yeah. So it, it's the same, same process we're trying to work through and, and just trying to keep everybody safe and try to cut down on the spread of infections as much as we can. Yeah, now, you know, um, a lot of what has been talked about is natural immunity from, you know, if people have had it, uh, think they have natural immunity. We are seeing people that have been infected with Delta maybe a year and a half ago and Omicron right. now. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that immunity and, and yeah. kind of what that means? 
And there is some data that's come out just recently within the past couple of weeks that I think people are starting to get a better handle on this. And I think what, what it looks like right now is that both uh, natural immunity from an infection and vaccination provide pretty good immunity. Again, it, it wanes over time, mm -hmm. as we know, uh, which is why the booster has been recommended. And so I think that if you have had the infection and recovered, and if you've been vaccinated, that does give you six to eight months probably of more protection. But what we've seen with the Omicron variant now is that the virus can change itself a little bit. And so we might not have that same level of protection that we had seen earlier mm -hmm. in the pandemic. But I think that both of them do pro provide really good um, immunity. But what probably does the best job is natural infection and vaccination together. Mm -hmm. So I think that people that say, well, I've, I've had the, the illness already, I don't need to get vaccinated. I think the vaccine will even improve the immunity even further. Mm -hmm. So they have uh, announced this week, Pfizer is testing right now a uh, reformulated vaccine right. Right. for Omicron. Right. So those um, that were vaccinated six months ago, what's the uh, level of protection with uh, versus then and now. Right, I mean, I do think that we've seen this current version of the virus that is spreading, the vaccine protection, the level of immunity is not quite as high, but we need to remember there's really two different things that we should think about. There's infection and then there's severity of the illness. And so I think what the vaccine still does a really good job with is it still prevents that severe illness. And so we've seen uh, amongst the vaccinated people, levels of hospitalizations, level of death have remained really low, even during this phase, but we've seen you know, infections really go mm -hmm. up. So that level of antibody that's circulating that prevents infection, that, those levels have gone down. I think that's pretty clear, and that's why they're working on some new versions to try to prevent infection. But what still remains is we have another arm of the immune system that does a pretty good job of preventing that more serious illness, that is still effective. So we have a good job allowing that, even though infection might occur, we don't get that, that severe yeah. illness that we've seen earlier. If, if we maybe try and look into your crystal ball a couple months from now, um, is, is there any truth to the disease running out of people to infect? Um, you know, it seems like, Everyone, you, not everyone you know, but you do know someone, you hear about someone every other day. Uh, for me, it's kind of weaned a little bit where I'm, I'm running out of people that I know that right. haven't had it. Right. Um, so right. you, I guess the, my point is, you know, with the cold weather, with the Omicron, with cold and flu, with right. regular illness, right. in a couple months, are we, gonna, are we gonna look a whole heck of a lot better than we do right now? Yeah, I think, I think in a couple weeks or a month, okay. things are gonna look a lot better. And, and for whatever reason, the virus seems to go in these two month cycles and that we've seen this all throughout the pandemic, regardless of whether it's the Delta or Omicron or whatever. And people aren't exactly sure why that is. Probably has something to do with what you were alluding to that at some point the virus has sort of gotten through when you think about people's social networks, the people that they interact with, 
people suspect that maybe that's about the amount of time it takes for mm -hmm. the virus to kind of work through those contacts. And then we see that, that drop off. And we've seen this many times earlier the last couple of years. And I am thinking that within the next week or two, we're gonna start to see that, that falling down of infections uh, accelerate even more. So I do think we're, we'll be in a much better place. The question is, will there be another variant that pops up then? Because we, we do still have very low levels of vaccination a lot of places around the world. Mm -hmm. We do still have uh, the chance for more variants to come, come about. Is this ever going to go away completely? I, at this point, I don't think so. I, I would guess that it, it becomes more mild over time and becomes more like uh, a cold or something like that. Keep in mind, most, well, not most, but about 30% of what we call the cold is another coronavirus. Right. Mm -hmm. So we already have other coronaviruses that are circulating that cause illness. Some people get a little bit more sick than others. Um, and I think that's what, what this coronavirus will eventually turn into. So we know it, in, it, it started in some wet market in, in China, right? Probably. So is there any, uh, have there been any modifications into how, how we now, since we know how it began, mm -hmm. are we still doing the, the slapping around wet meat stuff? Um, well, those markets were shut down for a while. I don't know if they still are, uh, but I think what it, this has uh, caused people to think more about is surveillance of viruses and, and should we be spending a little bit more effort uh, looking globally and trying to find these new viruses that are popping up in animal species before they actually jump to humans. Because we know it, the people have went back and looked at the, the types of bats, the horseshoe bat that we think the virus originated in, and they, have, they carry a bunch of other viruses, a bunch of other coronaviruses. And so I think what people are starting to think about more about is should we be starting to look into these animal viruses a little bit more and trying to prevent that before we see it jumping out into humans? Remember when Ozzy Osbourne used to bite the bat oh off gosh. and all of this? Yeah. He probably ended up with a few coronaviruses, I would, I would assume. Yeah, that was disgusting. Um, what about folks who have had it? You know, the CDC is saying, and uh, in, in a lot of, in the state health department has gone to, you know, the five day, uh, without symptoms, isolate, right. and then right. continue on with the mask. What about folks that kind of have a lingering cold but tested positive? You see a lot of people that really aren't sure what to do when when they can go out, when to not wear the mask. Yeah. What if someone you know tested positive, feels fine, they still have the sniffles for three weeks? Well, I I I, I do think it is it is very confusing. Yeah. It's confusing for me to try to keep on top of because. We have oftentimes somewhat conflicting guidance that we see at the national level, at the state level, at the local level, um, and then people's employers might have their own sort yeah. of guidelines on how they wanna do things. And so it is very confusing. I do think um, you know, there's been a few changes recently. The uh, rapid tests, now, I think uh, everyone in the country is eligible for four rapid tests that will be sent to them, and, and there's a website that you can go mm -hmm. to and sign up for that. I think that is part of uh, what can help get things under control is having those, and it's just the scenario you described. 
you have the sniffles, um, you just go ahead and do a rapid test and that's going to be a good enough thing to give you an idea yeah. whether you need to stay home or, you know, hey, I'm thinking about going to this concert. I, you know, I've got a sore throat. What should I do? Mm -hmm. Take a rapid test. Yeah. And I think that's really how people need to be thinking about it. I remember two years ago, we were all saying, oh, wow, if we could just, if we could just get our hands on these tests, if we knew if we had COVID, uh, we'd be able to just, the, the pandemic would end. By having access, and by the way, 40% of Americans have uh, applied to get the uh, free mm -hmm. COVID test. Mm -hmm. By having all that test available, is that going to help? I do think so. I mean, I, I think that part of it is uh, it's not going to completely control things because we know that the virus is able to spread uh, when you're pre-symptomatic mm. and some people are even asymptomatic and still able to spread the virus. But it does help in those scenarios, like we said, if, you're, if you know you're going to be around family members, other people, um, it's a really good idea to just get a better sense of positive or not before you do that. That's great. Thanks so much for uh, all of your expertise and for your time today. Happy to be here. Always great to see you. Dr. Matthew Badke, the uh, chair of the science department at Jackson College. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now is the owner of Slice and Dice board game pizzeria, Jordan Anders. Good morning. Morning. So my favorite subject, pizza. Yeah, it is my favorite <laughs> subject. Literally my favorite subject. I, uh, I was fortunate enough to be in Slice and Dice while you guys were filming commercial and some things. And uh, from the pizza to the salads to the sandwiches, everything just looks wonderful. Great. Yeah, happy you enjoyed it. Yeah, so yeah. talk a little bit about uh, the concept for this restaurant. Yeah, I've been uh, into board games for a pretty long time, and I knew that I wanted to do something with board games. Um, and I decided, I settled on a, a restaurant and came up with the name. And uh, after we came up with the name Slice and Dice, we were like, well, it kind of has to be pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then we just spent months and months and months coming up with our own recipes and perfecting it and trying it out with friends and family and everybody at home before we decided to actually pull the trigger and, and, and go for it. The uh, size of the pizzas, the size of the tables, all designed around board games. For sure, yeah, Our, uh, the pizzas, we got uh, some Detroit style super edges that are up to 27 inches long, about five inches wide. Uh, the tables, we get an extra foot on the end of the table so that way all the food and uh, messy stuff could be towards the end and out of the way of your game. So that way you can do both things, eat and play while you're dining in. Yeah, this is uh, very cool. Uh, and the amount of games you have. So how, tell, tell folks how it works if, if you've never been can eat, you can play one of the games, correct? For sure. And if you like it, order and, and buy one, or buy that one right there. Yeah, we uh, our demo games, we've got nearly 300 demo games wow. that people can play, uh, just available on the shelves. They're all color-coded uh, uh, based on complexity. And uh, if somebody enjoys what they're playing, typically we have that in our retail shelves that they can pick up and take home, or if they order delivery through our website, uh, they can have a game delivered. That's awesome. Now, in our family, uh, growing up, when we played board games, they often ended in, um, well, thrown dice and screams. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Do you guys have the game Sorry? 
over there? <laughs> we do have sorry. Yeah. Well, that's about where our game skill level uh, mm-hmm. starts and ends because there's a, there was always a family fight in that game. Yeah. yeah. And that's it's just that game, though. Just, just that sorry. game, really. Just that one. Just that one. Flip the table. Sorry. Yeah. Got the, <laughs> throw the. Yeah. We weren't good sports. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the reasons most people are, are familiar with the Saris and the Monopoly, right. Monopolies, games like that. Uh, we wanted to introduce games uh, that people may not have heard of, mm-hmm. and you're going to find that most of our games there you haven't heard of, but they're great games, they're fun, they're easy to pick up, um, and it, it takes you into a different world that you may not have known. Yeah. And the rules sometimes, though, there's, there's complicated rules with some board games. Do you allow for people to spend time there? Because it might take longer to play and eat. Maybe if it's a game like Monopoly that could go on forever. Well, there's games that, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some that have to continue the game at a later time. Yeah, we um, are, are, as long as we're not busy, we don't set a, a time limit on the tables. Nice. When the dining room has a wait, uh, we, li- we do limit it to 90 minutes. Um, but that's typically more than enough time. Um, and it's really only the hardcore gamers that come in and they spend that whole time. Mostly families come in, they play with their kids, they, they're waiting for their food, they're playing, they eat and they head out and uh, the kids have a great time. And yeah. yeah, It's a great place for a birthday party too, obviously, yeah. built-in entertainment. Food, the food everyone wants for uh, a birthday. And then you guys have, uh, you have an awesome sign in the back, great spot, take group pictures. And, we do. Uh, it's just a fun spot out in the, the Northwest community. Very cool. Yeah, and the community's been great out there. We've done a few events for the school, actually, and uh, helped out with their sports teams. And uh, yeah, we're, we're really excited to be out that way. What's your favorite item? I know that uh, some of your featured items, King's Feast, Dragon's Jaw, Elf's Ultimatum. Yeah, everything's got kind of a fun name. <laughs> A little bit different. Uh, my personal favorite item is the treasure trove, which is a calzone um, that you can get any toppings that you want inside of it and your pizza and ranch dipping sauces. But yeah, all of our specialty pizzas, our sandwiches, and our salads all, salads all have really fun names. Yeah. Yeah, how about your, fa- your favorite board game? Uh, it's one that we don't have on the shelf because it takes up a lot of space. Uh, it's called Anachrony. Um, it's by Mind Clash Games, and uh, it's it's a worker placement game where you're collecting resources and powering up these mechs, and it's an end of the world type situation where a meteorite comes. But there's a time travel aspect. It's really fun, um, a little different, um, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You know, uh, get your kids off your phone and uh, try something. Try something different. Now, this is a family business. Your uh, your wife's involved, correct? Correct. And, and really, uh, the pandemic allowed really allowed this to happen. Yeah, it did. Uh, my wife and I own the place. Our our uh, two children, uh, fourteen and twelve year old, also work there. My my son works in the kitchen. My twelve year old daughter serves. Um, they have a great time. They really enjoy it. They like to connect with people, and they know games. So if customers need help deciding or uh, working on uh, rules or a decision, they they That's cool. can step right in. It yeah. could be a referee. A little rough, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rules police. Exactly. <laughs> Well, there's some people in our family that don't like to play by the rules. There's, I think there's people in all families. They that make don't up like their own rules. They make up their own rules for the games. Yeah, yes. I think you're just talking mostly about yourself. <laughs> Talk about the design of the the pizza boxes. I mean, that's just something you just don't see anywhere. Uh, so we do have we work with game companies, and uh, we've uh, issued two. Uh, unique boxes so far that actually feature board games on top of the boxes. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that you're seeing there isn't one of them. That's our Super Edge box. Um, But the the other ones, the large 
round pizzas. Okay. We, we actually put board games on top of the boxes so people that get delivery or pick up can have a game to play at home without. That's cool. Yeah, and we give you everything that you need. Uh, typically, you have to collect some coins or something like that to use as markers, but yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's brilliant. You know, and everything, it's, when you look at this, uh, the signage, the name, the concept, the food, everything about it looks like oh, this, this has got to be a national chain. <laughs> it does have that look. You, you just did, a, you did a, everything right, it appears. And I think that's when, when you walk in, you're like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, I and mean, it's did all, a perfect job. It's, Thank got, you. Uh, it's got all of that. But is that something that you want to do is expand? Uh, we've got some plans um, in the works to add our pizza element into existing game stores um, because they've got a lot of the structure already in place and it just adds another revenue stream for them. So we are working on something like that uh, to come down the future. Cool. Well, for everyone else, too bad. It's here in Jackson. <laughs> and I know the Northwest community is very excited because it's uh, the, uh, the area that's kind of short on restaurants. Yeah. Uh, you can see more about uh, Slice and Dice on Food Circus with uh, Adrian Sharp. Uh, go behind the scenes of this awesome restaurant and uh, Board Game Emporium on Food Circus this week on JTV. Jordan, thanks for uh, being with us Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Jordan Anders, owner of Slice and Dice Board Game Pizzeria. Up next, the Chamber Connection. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. It's the Chamber Connection presented by Experience Jackson, and we're happy to welcome to the show from Worthy Occasions, Tanya Worthy, and from Big Guy Catering, Ella Hepzibah. Welcome. Hi, thank you. It's great to see you guys. And of, of course, we saw Big Guy Catering at the MLK breakfast. That was yes. a hit. Yes. That was awesome. Yeah, in <laughs> fact, the, uh, the French toast was the talk of the table uh, all morning long. Yeah. Until um, Bobby Mason sang. And then it was over. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. She did a great job. <laughs> she, she did a great she job. Did. But you, um, so we have the Black Excellence Awards coming up, and you are going to be doing the catering. Yes, Big Guy Catering. Awesome. Big Guy Catering will be doing the um, catering again this year, so. This is going to be a uh, great, great event. It's it's interesting. La last year in the, the first event, this was put together in just like yeah. three, three and a half weeks. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It turned out awesome. <laughs> and uh, this year is going to be even better. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. We're looking forward to it. Um, can't wait. We just can't wait. Now, so. now uh, Tanya, you're going to be... Uh, making the place look wonderful, what can folks expect? Well, you know, last year, like you said, we had like three and a half weeks to get it done. And so I'm excited to have a little more time. Um, so you're just looking, we're setting the tone for the occasions with um, the ambiance. We have the gala this year. Um, and so we just want it pretty. A lot, yeah. lot of prettiness. <laughs> your, your event hosts are uh, Robert and Yvette Wilkie. And uh -huh. Of course, they've, uh, you know, this event honors uh, trailblazers and, and leaders. And, yeah. And what, what better folks? I mean, a uh, couple great businesses here in town, Robert and Yvette, and mm -hmm. just recently opened uh, uh, Metropolitan. Mm -hmm. what, uh, what is their role as the event hosts? Are they, uh, they kind of just walking around, meet and greet? And 
Yeah, actually, it's just a process, you okay. know, from the the beginning of it. What the expectation, setting okay. the expectation of, you know, what it's going to look like, you know, who's going to be involved, you know, um, just vendor selection, all the intricate parts, and then they'll say they'll delegate it out, mm -hmm. and, and we go from there. It's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> the the program you're going to have a guest speaker. Who's mm -hmm. that? Yes, Patrice Washington. She's actually um, well known for being the Amer um, what is it, America's Money Maven. Yes. Um, she's um, on a podcast. She has her own podcast. Cool. You've probably seen her on the Steve Harvey Show. Um, so she's um, just known all over the world. Right. So we're excited. She's a, um, she talks about finance, but not just finance, but she talks about your purpose and how to turn your purpose um, driven life into receiving, you know, the, the, the money and the joy. And right, the, you she know. says more, um, instead of chasing money, chase your purpose. The so. money will come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do we know who's getting awards? Is it a uh, secret? We secret? do. We you just do. found out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can we say? No. no. No, we can't <laughs> say. We but cannot we, say. We will say that um, the community spoke and they chose. And so the people that have been chosen for the highest award, we have the highest award, which is the Trailblazer, mm -hmm. and then the Quiet Storm, and let me tell you, very fitting. Yeah. Very yeah. fitting. What is the, uh, the Quiet Storm Award? The Quiet Storm is someone who is within our community, doesn't like a whole lot of exposure, very committed to what they do, um, walk within that excellence, meaning that their lifestyle, their motivation, all of that matches what we consider to be excellent. Mm -hmm. So, that, you know, I think we've over those really particularly over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot more examples of people who are, uh, I would say, eligible for the awards. And right. Yeah. 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 So that's why we're so happy we don't have to make that decision. That right. we put it out there, and then we get all the. Um, all the nominees back mm -hmm. and they do what they're gonna do and they're like hey by the way this is it and we're like wow okay yeah. some people i've never heard of yeah. you know mm -hmm. but that's what it's all about you know the, the we see you people you know we all see people we all know people that others don't know you Correct. know you know somebody mm -hmm. that i don't know and vice versa so it's interesting to see mm -hmm. who they've selected and then I, they do their due diligence with the research on that person and it's yeah. just, I like it. I think Evie, and, um, we call her Evie, yeah. but Yvette, <laughs> their, her vision was that um, unlike an organization honoring someone, to be honored by your peers mm -hmm. within your community mm -hmm. is a whole different sure. feel. Mm -hmm. So, and then when we, you know, um, give the calls and tell them that they've been um, chosen, they say each time that it just feels so different, you know, being, mm -hmm. um, honored by those that you know they see every day of course. And, mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely yeah. that's awesome and the event last year was wonderful and uh the event this year is, is going to be as wonderful if not more now can folks still buy tickets i know it's it's starting mm -hmm. to get close to selling yeah. out right it is yes it is people can still buy tickets they can jump on eventbrite at uh, what jackson black excellence, black excellence yes and get those tickets um so yeah and there will be some opportunity to purchase um, tickets right at for the gala there, okay. but that is limited. We would just encourage people to, if they haven't, to do so do right so. away, yes. because we're starting to see the a volume of the final sales, you know, just come up as it gets closer to right. the occasion. So. 
Yeah. And it's a fun night at the you know that's yeah. what it is about getting dressed up, having fun, and, Absolutely. and yeah. honoring the community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the food because and the food, uh, and, the food <laughs> and decor. <laughs> so, leave that out. Right. What's the menu going to be? Oh, so we're thinking some prime rib maybe. Yeah. Um, nice vegetables, you know, I can't spill all the beans. Right. No. You know, chef doesn't like when I <laughs> no, do that. No, no. something good. They have a food truck. Yes. And they were at uh, Bright Walls uh-huh. last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Somewhere else I see. Oh, there. we've been, we were at um, Tuesdays. Yeah, the Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, yeah truck we Tuesday. did that. And yeah. then um, we've been, all, we were all over it. We just launched it this summer, last yeah. summer. So. Oh, wow. We got another big summer coming up. Awesome. And Tanya, your uh, decorating business, you've done mm-hmm. all kinds of mm-hmm. events. Yeah. Uh, you do a lot of weddings. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm worthy occasions. I've had worthy occasions since 2017. Um, I didn't always start off with all the pretty stuff. Uh, my mm-hmm. background is in banking. <laughs> and I retired from yes. that after 20 plus years. And I said, you know, I want to I wanna do this. And what I found, of course, is that it's still service. Yeah. It's still, you know, service. So, but yeah, I can't wait to to decorate this year. Um, get involved. We do all occasions actually. So mm-hmm. weddings, baby showers, right. um, anything. But we also do rentals and things like that. Awesome. So we're located once again here in Jackson, but we service Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. Awesome. So we're pretty busy. Should be a big wedding season. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, we've got a lot of lot of uh, weddings on the that have been backed up for a couple of years. So yeah. it should be a very busy Yeah, yeah our season. books are full as well. Oh, yeah. This year is almost yeah. gone. We actually end up with a lot of uh, clients together. I have to stand. Oh, you're good. Yeah. This chair didn't like me, so I'm standing. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of clients that we find out that we're going to be working on together. Mm-hmm. So that's always exciting. Cool. So, yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. I've, I've, we've had Jeremiah of Big Guy Catering, your husband, on the show several times, um, and he usually brings food when he was running the kitchen. <laughs> well, he was running a kitchen across the street. It was he really handy. It was very easy for yeah. him at that time. Yeah, it's awesome. I didn't bring best, you any food. That's, that's okay. All right. okay. One of the one of the best <laughs> chefs around. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. very awesome. good yeah. at what he does. Very yeah. good, humble the, guy. Uh, the dress for the night is formal, yep. yes. so this will be the first formal occasion of 2022, yes. and it's in the beautiful space, and I encourage people to get their tickets. Now, last year it actually sold out, and it's mm-hmm. going to sell out again this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yep. Oh, yeah. And JTV will be there capturing uh, photos from the night, and I uh, look forward to uh, seeing those on JTV.TV afterwards so Excellent. awesome yeah. congratulations and thank you. Uh, good thank luck you. thank, thank you. you yeah buy the tickets now or you're going to miss out it's the black excellence awards thank you very much to ella hepzibah and tanya worthy yeah, tanya you. worthy from <laughs> worthy occasions we'll be right back to wrap up after this quick break thank you for listening to this jtv podcast If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. I think we should go sledding this weekend. Oh, it'd be great sledding weather. I was uh, at Luma's Park the other day, and they've got perfect hills for that. Also, the Cascades, and I'm sure there's a lot of other places. Yeah, I think oh. I, uh, I think I want to sled. I'd like to go sledding. Brandon, have you taken your son sledding, or? 
See, he likes when I carry him up there, he stands up there, top of the hill, he watches me go down. He <laughs> yeah. loves that. Yeah. So. It's Weird. a lot of work for a parent. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Good exercise, though. Did you ever take us sledding? I, I did. Do you, you remember that wooden toboggan? Uh, that uh, that we found we found a wooden this long uh, antique wooden toboggan uh, up in the attic here in this building, mm -hmm. and we took it to Cascades. And the first we loaded all this up, first trip down the hill, the toboggan disintegrated. Those toboggans don't work. <laughs> it was an awesome. It, it, was it was nice to look at, but it didn't work. It, it, it literally disintegrated. Yeah, it did. It yeah. was embarrassing. Very yeah. embarrassing. I don't know if we took it home or what, but... Still splinters of it on the hill. I'm Be sure. careful if you're sledding, though. Yeah. There's, uh, there's always a good sledding, <laughs> sledding injury. Yes. Uh, there's a Michigan beer dinner tonight mm -hmm. at Grand River Brewery, part of the Jackson 5, plus the uh, Polar Plunge. We've got that on uh, Saturday. Michigan Theater tonight, Thursday, has Psycho. Uh, also, Michigan Theater has a uh, concert Saturday, Harper and Midwest Kind. A few things going on around town. There's a lot going on. And then uh, next week, we have uh, the Chamber Night, or the Chamber Night of... Uh, Distinction. Distinction, which is Thursday. And it's going to be Michigan Theater and then at Veritas afterwards. So uh, limited tickets available for that. So if you'd like to go chamber members only can't believe it february is next week it's amazing absolutely wow. amazing i i don't not <laughs> do not know where january went absolutely crazy what's what are we going to do different in february uh well we'll just have to wait and see <laughs> i don't know that's all for today's show join us next week um the morning show we'll have a great great morning show for you next week and today on your show we also have a wonderful show. Your <laughs> guests include Rachel Wingle, Misty Schulters, Jennifer Scanlon, and Rick Walton. That's all for today. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>